Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. Coming up. About a month later, they released some videos to the media basically showing um, an individual who appears to look like a man on home security um, video. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. A family in San Antonio recently gathered to celebrate the birthday of Christopher Oliveras. He would have been 41 in January. Chris was just that person, you know, he would help everyone. He would do whatever he can for you. My son, Chris, he has a big smile that we're all here to support him. Christopher was killed on September 25th of last year inside his home. And despite video evidence of a person at the scene of the crime, no arrest had been made. The killer is still on the loose. And like I said, the people that are responsible, they'll be caught. They'll be it's caught because we're not going to stop. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million families building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey. I'm joined by Sarah Duran, a multi-skilled reporter at Ken's Five in San Antonio. Sarah, thanks for being here with us. Hey, I appreciate it. Sarah, this happened back in the end of September of last year. Tell us what we know, and I realize it's not a whole lot about the the death of Christopher Oliveras. Yeah, so this is a really interesting case, and it's caught the attention of a lot of people here in San Antonio uh, for two reasons. Um, the the facts surrounding the case, and then as well as who this person was. So I'll start with the case first. So Christopher Olivetes was um, murdered on September 25th. Um, police found him unconscious um, in the front area of his home on the south side, on San Antonio's south side. And an autopsy later revealed that he was stabbed and, and brutally so that it, it killed him. Um, at the scene, there was no one found. Um, but a few days later, they did find his car outside city limits, basically torched. They only found the car. And again, they found no person or persons um, in the area. Um, so basically, that's the information they had from the beginning. And then... About a month later, they released some videos to the media basically showing um, an individual who appears to look like a man on a home security um, video, basically walking outside um, Christopher's home. And so at this point, they only have that to go off of. And in the video, it's pretty clear. You can see the man's face. However, you don't have anything else to identify him by, such as the car with the license plate or, or anything else like that. So imagine seeing that as a family member, and that's the only thing you have to go off of. Um, so that is pretty much where police stand at this point. Um, the second part that makes this story very interesting 
and which has caught a lot of attention is that this um, victim, Chris, he actually worked at one of the local TV stations here in San Antonio. He was an account executive and had worked at that station for a long time. So a lot of people, reporters, um, knew him personally. I didn't, but I actually was connected to him through a friend of mine. I'm from San Antonio, so my world gets really small here, (laughs) both personally and professionally. So I was able to connect with the family and learn more about him um, through my reporting with them. So this has caught a lot of um, people's attention. They want to know, you know, why he was killed and, you know, who did it. And that that video, that surveillance video, it's it's almost surprising. I mean, you mentioned you can see this person's face and he's been described as a person of interest, but it's just not enough to lead investigators to this person, right? I mean, they, this, this, this video has been distributed far and wide in the local area, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, I believe there's uh, three videos that police released, and one shows the man actually walking out of the home, and then it kind of um, connects to a separate video where you see him walk around to, um, I would assume, the back of the house. And then a separate video shows uh, individual walking um, in on like a concrete slab, so perhaps the driveway. Um, but that's really all we have to go off of. And it's frustrating now watching that back because in uh, reporting other stories, police, you know, we, I can send them all this home security video that I want, but if they don't have something to identify these, these people, these individuals, then they really don't have a whole lot to go off of. It's hard when there's nothing else to identify them by. In December, the family spoke to the media, and I I believe yourself, about raising more money and and reward value that's been going up, and then more recently uh, held a, a birthday celebration for Christopher Wright. Yes. So the family has been really active in the community, and I think that's really helped push this story um, along. Um, In early December, they uh, hosted a plate sale at one of the local VFWs, and um, they wanted to do so in hopes that increasing their cash reward would uh, bring someone forward to speak and hopefully lead to an arrest. So um, Crime Stoppers has already issued their $5,000 reward, but the family wanted to have their own separate reward to give out to that person who would be willing to speak. And so um, they initially wanted, hoped to raise at least $10,000, and well, they, re- they raised $12,000 during this plate sale, which is incredible. And it was so great to see the community coming forward. I've, I've covered a few plate sales um, in my career, but this was um, done so well. It was out in the public area, and people were just coming in nonstop. They had to actually order even more plates. Um, that way they could continue selling throughout the day. Um, but that was the first um, real interaction I had with the family. And, and despite it being a really tough situation, they were very welcoming and also very willing to, to speak about Christopher. Um, so that was when I, I really got a chance to sit down and speak with them. Um, so they raised that $12,000 then. Um, this past weekend, um, yesterday actually, was Christopher's, what would have been Christopher's uh, 41st birthday. So on Sunday, the family gathered at his grave site to, to remember him and celebrate his life. And um, they had mentioned that they are now 
planning to combine the money that they raised in December with the reward from Crime Stoppers for a total of $17,000. So that's a pretty big jackpot. And they're hoping that money, again, will encourage someone to speak. Um, but Sunday was, I mean, another special opportunity to, to speak with the family because they're just, you know, still in a lot of pain. On Sunday, I, I had a chance to speak with the mother, and I didn't have that chance in, in December. And it was um, just a very emotional conversation I had with her. She, as you can imagine, as a mother, she's still in a lot of pain losing her son in, in such a horrible way. And Sarah, in the meantime, no further word from investigators on this, right? No, I have put in so many different emails to them to see if they have an update on the investigation, and it's pretty much been the same that they're still looking into it. So it's, it's, I'm hopeful something will come forward soon, but it's just one of those cases where it's, it may be open for some time. Sarah, for anyone who might have information on this case, who can they call? Yeah, absolutely. So if you have information on this case, you are encouraged to call the San Antonio Police Department. They have a homicide unit, and that phone number is 210-207-7635. Sarah Duran in San Antonio, thanks so much for talking to us about this case. We hope to hear something soon on this. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. Be sure to check out our weekly show, True Crime Chronicles, available wherever you listen to podcasts. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. 